This is CliffCentral.com. Morning to you and to you and especially to you this morning on CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford with the one and only Nathan Rowe. And this is the Unview. Where we're the thin. The rich. And the fabulous. And it's important to always remind people we're never sure how thin we ever are or ever going to be. Being rich, well, <laughs> that's infinite or poor, depends how you want to see it. Rich in spirit, I guess. But we're always fabulous, darling. That's the point. And it's good to be with you here this morning. Of course, a packed lineup full of wonderful guests um, and full of lots of celebration. I'm actually. so excited to have a, a room full of ladies for a change. I know. Love, isn't it? Wonderful? You tend to go the other way when booking guests. I wonder why. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm happy today. But I've got to say something that uh, I'm very very proud that we're going to be chatting to a whole bunch of 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 wonderful guests. Uh, first, we can discuss uh, tease a blow wave of sexual awakening with Tumi Murake and uh, Vanessa Frost. It opens tonight Correct. at uh, Daphne's place. We call it Daphne's for Daphne. years. It's Daphne's place, and it's obviously the Auto and General Theatre on the square. But it's Daphne's place. Everyone goes for a chicken curry and then goes to Daphne's. Um, I love it because that's how we, we always say we go to Daphne's. Um, and then, uh, we are so excited, uh, because, uh, we've got Melanie Burke in the studio who is the chairperson of the 54th Florida Cup Theatre Awards. Melanie's been doing this uh, for seven years, turned the awards around, um, and leaves this year uh, after the most wonderful success of the biggest awards in South Africa, uh, across all platforms, by the way. Um, so 54 years of these incredible th- theater awards. And now she's going to fleur de coupe. And he's, exactly. And, <laughs> and now she's going to fleur de coupe, yeah. I'll be fleuring the coupe fabulously, <laughs> though. Yes, fantastic. Um, and then, of course, what I've done is I've asked two of your nominees to join us, but it just so happens in a room full of comedy and fun that uh, one of the nominees uh, that, that we're going to chat to in a moment um, is Alan Committee. Who is nominated for these uh, best leading actor in a serious drama called Oliana. And we're going to chat to Kim Lewis, who is nominated for the lead actress in David Kramer's Long Arm. And the last time she was on stage was 20 years ago. Listen to this in, on Broadway. So she hasn't been on stage in 20 years and she came back and she did uh, David Kramer's, uh, production of Long Arrow. So we'll have them chatting online. So it's a really packed lineup. This is really good stuff. Um, I, I want to, Melanie, 54 years, incredible stuff. Do you know what? It's such a delight to do this. I also want to acknowledge that the Fleur de Cup wine brand turned 50 last year, as did I. And I think 50 is also about being fabulous. Mm -hmm. And so this year, the 54th Fleur de Cup Theatre Award is going to be this incredible celebration of the unseen effort that goes into making theater and making wine. And so we're blending these beautiful notes together on stage and we're just absolutely celebrating the actual work that it takes to make amazing theater. So I'm Mm. really excited about that. And of course we'll chat to these two phenomenal ladies in a moment about their, their show called Tease. And of course the the theater work that they've done for years. Um, But on the line, let's go to uh, a nominated uh, actor, uh, the one and only Alan Committee. He's also a hysterical uh, man and a, a brilliant comedian, but also he at the moment is, I believe, rave reviews. Uh, and they said he, he's going to win many awards for Richard III that he's playing uh, at the moment in, in the Cape. Uh, Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Ford. Lovely to join you. What a lovely bevy 
of talented people you have in that studio. I can't see them, but I imagine they're brilliant. They are here, and of course, you've, you know Vanessa Frost and Tumi Maraka, and of course... Very uh, well, we were lovers, both, all three of us were lovers in the country. We were. We, <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. Okay. It was wonderful, very moving time for all of us, yes. until it ended quite badly. But anyway, we speak a lot of that. <laughs> Alan, these theatre awards are quite important, and they are because they, they represent what, do you think? Um, because I sorry I didn't hear your question. So these these type of awards and 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 being a part of the the, the world of theatre and the world of performance, these type of awards like the Florida Cups are really important because why do you think? Well, I suppose uh, you know an acknowledgement of, of the hard work that goes into any project, any creative endeavour is important. Uh, these particular awards are are amazing in Cape Town because as you recognised earlier, they they look at work across many platforms. Uh, they look at a number of categories, and and uh, panel of judges who do kind of see a huge amount of work across the year uh, do so, you know, out of their own time and money, and um, and and over the years have shown a real kind of range of their choices and, and what have you. So yes, it's lovely for performers and theatre makers to be acknowledged, and and I think it's important at the end of every year, also for the public to to know the kind of range of stuff that's been put out. So. It is. It's a, it's a great endeavour, and it's it's lovely to be nominated, of course. Alan, another wonderful thing is obviously that the more that you get acknowledged and you win this type of, this type of prize money, the more that you get the exposure, the more you get people to come and bums on seats, isn't it? Uh, you hope so. It's tough out there. Um, you get people to leave their homes and uh, into the load-shedded streets of South Africa. Um, so it has become uh, harder, and, and this certainly goes a little way to, to helping that. Um, I, it's a... Uh, uh, yeah, the fight to, to get an audience is, a, is an eternal one, and, and every little bit helps. So, yeah, certainly this plays a part. Tell us about your role in uh, Oleana. Well, this was a, a great opportunity. The Fugard and I had been talking about it for a while. David Namit is one of the great American playwrights. Uh, this is a two-hander that's, I think, quite timeless uh, in that it uh, talks a little bit to the Me Too movement. It certainly sp- it speaks to a power and... Um, uh, relationships uh, between status relationships between men and women. It goes about a, a college uh, professor and his a student who uh, start off uh, on a dynamic that seems uh, initially fairly innocent and ends up becoming a very powerful uh, uh, struggle between them. And it's based around uh, kind of language and persuasion and uh, you know who has rights over the other. And uh, in the end, it becomes very violent. And so in that way, it's quite prescient. And when we played the show last year, it was, of course, at the time of the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Mm. So it just felt like this play was, you know, repeating history because when it was written in the 1990s, um, the playwright David Mamet was actually basing it on uh, a very similar set of circumstances um, uh, in terms of hearings that had happened in the early 90s. And so it, it is interesting, again, and I, if I can draw a, a comparison to, I'm doing, you know, William Shakespeare's Richard III, mm. and there, there the stories are also a repeat of history because we're dealing with a megalomaniac, power-hungry person who uses opportunities to become a leader, and we've seen that around the world in a Donald Trump, in this Brazilian dictator, perhaps even in politicians in this country, how people use uh, the inert masses and take an opportunity and rise to power. And then we look at them and we go, how did they get there? So I think that's one of the powers 
and strengths of theatre is that it does reflect some of the society that we speak to. Richard the third place till when? Give us the dates. People are listening all uh, over the country. Next Saturday, uh, March the 9th, we're at Maynardville Open Air Theatre. It's a beautiful setting. You can picnic outside. You can come in and enjoy uh, a brilliant political thriller, which is receiving great reviews and great reviews. Uh, wonderful audience response. And it's Cape Town, so there's no chance of rain. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not at the moment. No. And are we seeing some of your comedy work coming back to the stage? I mean, we loved you last yes, year. Yes, sir. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Berg will see me with Classy Clown later this year. I think we've scheduled for August at Monte Cassino. And then I've got a brand new stand-up show at the end of the year, which will tour the country. Um, I'm hosting a Jai Funny Festival at the Baxter. So lots of comedy again in 2019. Uh, so all, all very good. And I must say, to have two of your your fellow comedian uh, stars, both Tumi Muraka and uh, Vanessa Frost in studio, is phenomenal. Uh, Tumi, as as uh, Alan said, you guys had a threesome at one point in time. <laughs> yes. mm, wonderful. <laughs> Alan, go well. I'll just say quickly uh, before we go. I saw these at uh, a festival, a Gravestone, and it's fantastic. And I'm thrilled that the. Uh, that show is coming back, and uh, if, if Joe Berg people haven't seen it, they're missing out. They need to action themselves. It opens tonight. These two. Tonight, well, for heaven's sake, just sort yourself out. <laughs> because these two phenomenal women, for heaven's sake, why wouldn't you? I think he's hoping to get lucky. Yeah. Aren't we all, dear? Aren't we all? Except for people that are involved, obviously. Uh, Nathan has something for you, Al. What's where? Listen. Who's that, Alan? Alan! Al! Alan! Uh, I don't think you can hear me, you know. It's just because there's so many Alan, Alans in Alan, the studio today. Alan! 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 <laughs> Alan! Al! Oh, wow. Alan! 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 <laughs> Alan! Alan! That's how many there are. What a Thursday. What a Thursday. Crazy. From one Al wow. to another Al. Cheers, eh? Be Thank good. Thank you, Al. The one and only Alan committee, eh? Great, great. And of course, he's nominated for Best Actor at the Fleur de Cups are happening next week, Sunday. In Cape Town And we're going to carry on chatting to Melanie Burke in a moment We'll get Kim Louie on the line later in the show But thank you for joining us And thank you for seven years of hard work And thank, thank you. you for turning those awards around Because they really were in the, in the, in the cuck Well, well let's know, be honest, they were in the cuck I, I, can, can I just say that I think, uh, you know That word uh, is relative uh, mm-hmm. And I think that It's the wrong word so One the, man's cuck the, is another man's treasure Exactly And I think the industry has changed quite a lot I mean I'm sitting here with some people who work in this industry And I think it's become really really tough We have a, a story in this country that arts is not important And I am the daughter of a musician And my father's been dead more than 40 years mm-hmm. But when people remember who I who he was through me Something happens And I think it's part of who we are as humans and it connects us on a human level. And so that's for me personally why the last seven years has been such a privilege because it's been able to allow me to make a contribution. I come from banking and IT. Please let's just be clear about mm. this. Mm-hmm. I didn't come from this world. And so it really was a privilege and an honor. And I did not do this on my own at all. I think the industry came on board. We worked very hard to make sure that we, in a way, transform the awards to be more inclusive, to be more contemporary with the narrative in the country. And I think it is also about contesting the resources that are being made available to um, to professionals in the industry. And, you know, we heard some stuff around the budget, and I think that we have to challenge a lot of that stuff because I think when people make policy and have conversations about people and don't include the people that they're talking about, we get it very, very wrong. And we don't have the time or the luxury to waste 
any more resources when our country so badly needs. Alan was talking about about the idea of life, you know, and, and theater and art working hand in hand. And I think what I love about theater is it allows you to go and suspend your disbelief and your your hardship in life and 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 be with that story. And sometimes that story on stage is the thing that you need to get your own insight to sort yourself out. And I just think that the, the power of the arts is just Something that we don't really appreciate And mm. personally for me That's why I think the industry has paid attention And that's why the Fleur de Cup Theatre Awards Is going to continue to find a way to celebrate excellence in theatre I think it's so interesting what you said About coming from IT and banking I think we need more of that in the arts Actually, more Absolutely. people who aren't artists <clears throat> Running things you know, Because a lot, a lot of the time When an artist gets too old to do art Whatever the the situation, they they go into managing things, but they're still artists, and we're not the most administratively strong people. So I think, oh man, I think it just needs a little bit more diversity from that side. Yeah. You know, corporate people coming into the art. Yeah, I would call my creatives need to be managed absolutely and produced absolutely, and we don't have enough. Yeah. And financed. <laughs> and financed, moneyed, money, financial savvy managers and producers available to us because. Lord knows it's not a good idea for us to be doing it. Mm. And they, and then they end up stealing your rights and funny things end up happening. Um, anyway, Florida Cups are happening. We're going to get back to you in a moment. Melanie Burke, our very special guest in studio, who's the chairperson of the 54th Florida Cup Theatre Awards. Now, funny lady of comedy and the first lady of comedy. The first lady. Tumi Muraki. Okay. And the original cave woman. <laughs> Vanessa Frost, team up again in an Anedi-nominated production called Tease. Now, Tease is basically a blow wave of sexual awakening. Mm. Give me some more of that. Looking so refined. Say, won't you like to know what's going Let's on do it for in you. my mind? So let me get right, right to, to the, the point. point. I don't pop my cork for every Ooh, she pop guy her cork. I see. Mm. Oh Lord, and spinners and devices at the stage. <laughs> so Eva and Noah are best friends and partners in a suburban hair salon, and basically they read this. They reach this crossroad in their life, and um, they stumble into an adult toy shop one night, and they decide to make some purchases. I mean, like action figures, collectors. I, I don't know, an action you know, something like that. Um, I, I want to just. Firstly, let's punt because you found a sponsor, I believe. Yes, uh, I think this is a very thank you very much, mm. Alan. Um, we at the eleventh hour, as is so often in this industry, um, we have found a sponsor, um, and our sponsor is Play With Me. www.playwithme.co.za. <laughs> What's on Play With Me? I'm dying to know. Sex toys, yay! Okay. Dildos, butt plugs. Did you say yeah? Anal beads, vibrators. <laughs> Um, I saw a little shop in Joburg the other day Handcuffs Anel's Beads <laughs> And I just thought that yeah, well, that's Terrible name for it <laughs> yeah, That could be so mispronounced um, And so um, Yes we have our sponsor Who has provided us with toys A little bit of of cash injection mm-hmm. And her database And she's an absolute treat And a wonder to have on board We're very very chuffed I'm, I'm really happy Because as I say You know you need you need In this business you need money mm. To me right or wrong mm. You need investment. Mm. You need people that are you sleeping? <laughs> mm. She's mm. thinking about the sex toys. Yes. <laughs> ah, is that what you're thinking about? Okay. So, so firstly, this is it's a, it's, the show's been to Grahamstown. It's uh, it's travelled. It's um, 
it's up for a, a Naledi? Yeah, well, no, it was last it year. Was last year. We were nominated, yes. Okay, and it's back on, it's, it's back, back on the stage. Yeah, so there was a whole person in between then and now. Mm-hmm. I had a, I was pregnant at our last run and I have now got a one year old baby. And so, yeah, the time was right, I mm. think, to get back on. I didn't even know that could happen with sex toys. <laughs> 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 Melanie, welcome to the show. How's it going? You know what? I, I've just realized just coming to be on radio with you is great theater. <laughs> you don't understand what happens yet. Everyone, okay. All right. So, all right. So, so, so to me, great to be back on stage with Anissa. Are you excited? I am. I am. I, I really, I enjoy theater. Look, mm. uh, the only reason I avoid it is because really, uh, there's no money in it. And I have three children, you know, must mm. pay school fees. But, um, I just, Vanessa's irresistible. She's she's probably my worst case of peer pressure, and <laughs> so I I can never say no to her. But also because this play is so important, I've really enjoyed having people walk in with such trepidation because they've heard dildo and sex and they're going, oh my gosh, let me just brace myself. And then they watch this thing, they're taken on a journey, and they walk away going. Oh, I want to see that again. <laughs> you know? And they stop by the merch stand. <laughs> yeah, cause it's not just smart. It's, you know, cause I think the, the terrible thing about people and, and especially for women is that we separate who we are from who we are as sexual beings. It's like we're one person mm. when I'm to me and then in the bedroom I must be someone else, but that person needs to come to the bedroom with yeah. you. And I, I think that play kind of highlights that. Last night we had our preview, our first preview mm. and, um, it's, uh, the preview is often made up of audience members of Daphne's, uh, Daphne, Daphne's, um, uh, members. Members, yes. Members, affectionately referred to as uh, the Blue Rinse Brigade. Yes. Which that, is, that, which, I know. You know, know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking and, about. And so there is a, there was a moment of, you know, backstage kind of caution on, you know, but Jose Domingos, our director, yes. said, tell the story, believe in the story. It's a, it's a necessary. Narrative, mm. and they also need to have this information. And I'll tell you something: there were good, heartfelt chuckles, a little bit of "Amen, sister." It was, you know, <laughs> we 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 hit our truths hit home, which is really what we intend to do. Well, if you watch this phenomenal Netflix award-winning series called Grace and Frankie, okay, with uh, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, they in in season two or three, they invent a a. <laughs> A dildo. A toy, yeah. A toy for the more older or the more mature lady, okay? And specifically because, so that you don't need to use too much of your hand with arthritis <laughs> and stuff, but it's brilliant. So, and they, and they, and they're in their eighties, eighties. I mean, yes. that's, I mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> Melanie Burke, a businesswoman chairperson of the Fed Cup, is doing things. Come Mel, Come Mel. Very impressive. I'm very impressive. I would love to describe to the listeners what she was doing, uh, but I had uh, no uh, idea. Just, just, no, no, let's just move. Uh, Right on. You don't right on. You don't want to fill everyone I, in. I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> so <laughs> red shoes were facing the ceiling. Yeah, That's okay. what I'm saying. Sure. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that um, that my partner and I are going to go see this tonight because I must tell you, when I, I didn't do the research until I sat down this morning, and I said, no, we're going to see it. It's going to be hysterical. I've seen you on stage before. I've seen you on stage before. I thought this is going to be funny. Of course, it's going to be hysterical. But then I didn't realize that it, I thought tease and that hairdresser because I looked at the, the oh, it's a nice ah. play on words. Hey, play. isn't it lovely? So nice. And then I thought, oh my goodness, we're going to be learning a few new tricks. <laughs> yeah, up the sleeve. 
you well, remember, yeah. Do you remember the old play? It was called Curl Up and Die. Yes. 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 Super beautiful. Yeah. Why is hairdressing lend itself to such great well, puns? Well, you know, when, when, when we wanted to do this, I'll tell you exactly what happened with the hairdressing thing, is that my partner um, heard a story about a real-life Joburg salon that is selling sex toys in the back room. And that is real inspiration. You know how what Mel was saying about um, life imitating art and art imitating life. So this is a really taking a story that I heard. I mentioned it to Tumi and we were like, yes, this is amazing. Let's do mm-hmm. this. And if you look at plays like Curl Up and Die, Barbershop, um, uh, uh, there are a lot of them. Hairspray. No, just not. Hairspray. Ha- hairspray. Well, hairspray no, didn't well. really. <laughs> hairspray is a better habit. I don't want to go with the theme on the hair. Yeah. Yeah. But hairspray is yeah. very interesting. Hair on, and, uh, of a skinny white dude and a, and a, and a drag, well, John Travolta, think about it. I mean, could you imagine what they, what they were up to? But also, we, we, my, a friend of mine is a filmmaker, and she saw the play, and we are in the process of, of trying to get um, funding, development funding, to make it into a film, because as a producer, it is mainly set in a hair salon. And mm. so it's one key location with a few other locations, with a few really, really meaty characters, which we all play in the play, but obviously nice roles for some South African actresses. Um, so yeah, watch the space. That's something very exciting. It's really hard to shoot in a room full of mirrors, though. Oh, <laughs> true that's that. going to be where the challenge comes. That's <laughs> exactly. where the difference now, comes. Now, we do this before Hot Buzz 9 every morning, uh, every, every Thursday. And this is what we do, is we get you to sing something. All right. So I believe that you, you do a drunk version of uh, Celine Dion. Um, do you do it together? No. Yes. No, I'm, I cheer you, her on. She cheers me on. Yeah, so, so can we sit the scene? she knows the song. No, I'm not singing the song. You sing the song. You sing the song, I'll be I'll So the, the scene is, so I think scene. if we had to count, it would be about eight tequilas later. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> we are now walking the streets of Johannesburg as <laughs> one in this city. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and um, we we. Well, you do in Mel's arch if you think. Well, about you do it. in Melville. Yes, that's true. That's true. You do in Melville. And Melville you do yes. in uh, Parkhurst and Greenfield. Yeah, tr- correct. Thank Good. you. Yeah. That's this is where we're going. So we're walking the streets of Parkhurst. Yeah, perfect, perfect. And um, and at this stage, I'm drunk and singing. I don't want to tell you what happens after that because it'd be a bit of spoiler alert. Okay. All right. You Let's may see. need headphones for this, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. so you can, can hear, hear this song. Yeah. You're singing music. with me. No, I'm cheering you on. Okay. I'll cheer you on too. The one and only Tumi and Vanessa Frost with Celine Dion's Poor Whatever. Pocket to Marie, encore. But coffee. Je comprends tous les mots. Yes, Eva. Je comprends tous les mots. Sing it one again. Ow! Raisonnable et joyeux. Je chante de chine. Oh, girl, you are beautiful. Can you so show you? I think I know this part. This is the song I sing. <laughs> it's a famous Celine's first big hit. She sings it in English as well. She must really be drunk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is usually <laughs> sounds a little bit more like this. Oh Lord, without Celine. Don't change, 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 Drunk after t- having a bottle of tequila and singing <laughs> this particular song by Celine Dion. Okay. And this is in the show that is opening tonight Patrick. at yes. the Autumn General Theatre on the Square. We're going to get you guys back, back to you guys in, in a moment. I do want to welcome to the line uh, Jacques Moulman. I love when I see business doing inventive, wonderful things. And I, and I went along independently to the uh, Southern Sun and the Waterfront, um, part of the Soho Sun group. And firstly, it was that old holiday in some years back, and it was like, ugh, ugh. So when a client said, we're going to check you in there and book you there, we, I went. And I was blown away by the most wonderful experience. And so I just think it's cool to give a heads up and a shout out to clever people that do beautiful things. Jacques, welcome to the line. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Good morning, Alan, and good morning, listeners. Jacques, I was so surprised because I, I was blown away, firstly, by when you walk in and there's ice cream and sweets and treats for people as, as, and this drink station. The staff was so friendly and kind. Um, and then you go upstairs to these new, new Furby's rooms, which I just, that's why I want to punt it because you don't realize they're gems and we keep looking in other places and, and it's sitting right there. So I want to congratulate you, firstly, and uh, give a punt to the Southern Sun Waterfront. Seriously. Well, thank you so much. You know, it's it's certainly a team effort, and I am surrounded by a fantastic team at this hotel. Um, you know, and it just makes our, you know, it makes it all worth it when when somebody that stays with us gives us accolades like you have been doing. Seriously. It was amazing. I actually came downstairs like in my pajamas to like thank someone because they sent something up for me. I needed something, and they, and they, 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 and I wanted to thank. I went downstairs in my pajamas to say thank you. Seriously, because it was so cool, it was so quick. Um, but I also wanted to say I, I was looking at the people have got to be inventive in business, guys. You got to be inventive, like like this this new sponsor of yours, ladies, and and like the fluid. You have to be different. And I love the fact that uh, that listen to this. So on a Wednesday night, because I was there on a Wednesday, they do this. Or you can drink gin and different and sushi for 175 bucks, guys. What? Gee, that's Listen like, to that. It's like two gins. Just in say, seriously, <laughs> exactly. Just say that again, Jacques. Am I right? Did I hit the nail there? Absolutely. So on a Wednesday evening from five until seven, Listen you can it. have gin and tonic cocktails as much as you like. Yeah. Uh, different gins and different tonics and different cocktails. And we throw in some complimentary sushi platters, yeah, and live music, and it's really become an absolute hit in Cape Town. You know, gin is a Where do you get that? Well, gin is <laughs> and it's, it's really fantastic. It's taken off so Sounds fantastically terrible. well. Sounds absolutely awful. Well, since, <laughs> since I'm the, the Cape Tonian in studio, I just want to say that I think that one of the things that Cape Tonians do well, because I'm not Cape Tonian, I mm-hmm. l- lived in Johannesburg for a while and I've moved down there and I've lived there for about 17 years now. One of the things that I really appreciate about Cape Tonians is exactly this. They understand how to do leisure and lifestyle and they do it fabulously. So I think, you know, the cost of what they're offering this at, 
you can't quantify that as a return because the fabulous feeling you get from just that treat, as you've just experienced yeah. staying there, is part of the charm of Cape Town. And they also they do they brought back the uh, the the Sunday lunch, but like a chic Sunday lunch that's got the, the, the sushi with the. Sorry, uh, Jock, tell us about the Sunday lunch. Seriously, <laughs> I've been this, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm endorsing it, not just getting anything. From it. I'm fortunate. My um, our executive chef Jean Nietlin, he's also the Unilever Chef of the Year. Mm-hmm. So very innovative himself. And uh, we recently relaunched Sunday lunch. Um, and there's some bits of it that's still the traditional, you know, the roast and that. But everything else is quite mod and and vibrant. So, um, Alan, uh, some call it 12 months ago, my management team and I came together and we decided we want to kind of revive, um, you know, the feel and the, what, what does water, Southern Sun Waterfront stand for? And in a brainstorm session, we came up with vibrance and we want to be known as, you know, the most vibrant hotel in Cape Town and everything we do, literally in every detail that we yeah. discuss as a team, we, we ask the question, is this vibrant? Is this full of life? And, and that's what we go for. That's why we do the gin and sushi Wednesdays. And that's why our Sunday lunch is not your normal traditional Sunday lunch. Although there's, like I said, there's, there's a bit of tradition in there, but everything else is different mm. and it's, uh, yeah, no, it works. It works for us. Vibrant works. <laughs> Jacques, I had to, uh, just really hats off because for one main reason, I really ex- was expecting to have a really cuck time. And it was, <laughs> I was blown away, but seriously blown. I mean, I'm like five, six star plus fuck blown. Guys, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm like, you stay in other hotels that are five star and then you, there's no mini bar. And then you get home, you know, like, you, like, you're, like you're tired after like the Florida Cup Awards, for example, on Sunday night. And then you walk into it and there's no, there's no, you can't open the bar or they locked the bar or they, they haven't filled the bar and you're like where the hell's the bar and you know that oh, there's no room service and and, and they pitched as a four star which i love um congratulations Jacques. i'm giving thank you so uh, much alan thank you my friend we'll, we'll, we'll stay in contact and uh, that's, that's cool really cool and and these are very famous people we'll get them all to come visit you yeah we're hoping to to do a run at the back come and join us for that yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah go. that's cool stuff hey? yeah, yeah, they, yeah even Jim. actors can afford it yay hey. <laughs> wow Jacques Moorman, GM of the Southern Sun Waterfront. Thank you for joining us and thank you to Toho Sun. Hey, up in the game. I think it's cool. Our pleasure. Thank you, our my friend. Pleasure. Cheers, eh? Well done. And now well back done. to our in-studio guests. Yeah, from la, vibrance la, la, to la, la. vibrators. So, so that, hold on. <laughs> to me. Mm, t- three, three kids. Mm. How old are they now? <laughs> Yay. Ten, seven, and five. Okay. And married, happy life? Hmm? Are you happy? Life's good? Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, you, so here's the question. Mm. Do you bring these tools into your bedroom? Oh, but it's a must. Uh, my first toy was bought by my husband. That's, that's why I'm asking the question. It's a good question. Yeah. Seriously, bring stuff in that's going to make, you know, can I, can I just say something? In, we are sexual beings. Mm-hmm. We are human beings and we're liberated beings. Mm. If you think about it, if we, if we're honest with ourselves. So what is wrong with a husband and a wife? Let's say watching a dirty film or, or what, or playing with toys or, or doing something. Do you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with this type of And stuff? who are the naysayers? I think that's something yeah. that we also need to mm. establish. Like where did it become shame? I think something that we really try and dispel in this show is mm. we, we, we get, we rid women of shame when it comes to sexuality. I want to just point something out if you give me a moment. Um, women's anatomy 
We have something that is exclusively put on our bodies for pleasure. There is no other reason why there is a clitoris. The clitoris is exclusively for pleasure. Think about that. So now if you're having sex and you're not getting clitoral stimulation, go and buy yourself something called a Wee Vibe, which vibrates and it can go inside your vagina and onto your clitoris. And while you are being penetrated, you are having clitoral stimulation without much effort. (laughs) You get a Wee Vibe. (laughs) Wow. Did you, uh, is that, is that the one where your, your lover can control it? There's like a remote. And not only, that sounds very cool. And not only, there's an app. So the Wee Vibe that is the high end Wee Vibe can be controlled while you are sitting in your lounge in Johannesburg by your lover who is sitting in his or her lounge in Timbuktu wow. by their cell phone. So you can Having still phones, get phone sex is a real physical possibility. So you can get those, those last that last bit of work done mm. while still having an mm. orgasm, having an well, yeah. giving someone an orgasm. Wow! Because yes. wow. wow. sometimes wow. you need to crank things up, man. You know, people Cra- need to take it back into Cra- their hands. Crank things up. Go, okay, Melanie Burke, <laughs> businesswoman, chairperson <laughs> of the Clear Cups. Would you like to say something? Do you know, I just find every now and then through the, the work opportunities I have, I encounter these amazing humans. And for a Thursday morning, you know, before 10 o'clock, this was unexpected. And now that I'm here, now that I'm here, I'm just relaxing into it because you are absolutely right. I think the shame of being a woman and the narrative of patriarchy in our country, in the world specifically, do you know, I just think it's really important and, and I love when you find the tribe. Mm. Uh, and it's also for me about freedom, mm. freedom to choose. And, you know, if I just think about just even theater making, I, mm. I look at the productions that were on stage last year. They spoke so much to freedom. Mm. And I don't just mean being able to have access to things and the democ- democracy and stuff that we talk about, but the choices people make and the stories they were telling last year. And, you know, if you look at the nominations list, I am absolutely thrilled about the freedom with which people chose the kinds of stories they told. And I love that because the resonance that that creates with a much broader audience. And I mean, we're talking, we've gone from your story now to this thing Mm. about the resonance with an audience. And I think, I think that's important because we need to find more ways to connect, not only with ourselves, but also with each other. Mm. And so I, I, I'm, so sorry I'm flying back to Cape Town tonight because <laughs> we'll bring it, we'll bring it. We'll because bring this this felt, you know, like a real connection in a moment and, and that thing about life and art. So I was gonna now go and see the art. Mm. But I, I I think the invitation to Cape Town is a very real one and we've had a conversation before about which theatre we think that that would just resonate with. So mm. yeah. Because you know you, this thing with the three kids and the husband mm. and you you know, you you forget that you need to maintain this thing that you're in. Um, so I think just when it comes to toys and conversations like that around your sexuality and owning it is as a woman, I can say my problem with a lot of chicks when we're speaking is it's like they, their partners own their sexuality. They don't own their own sexuality. Mm-hmm. He decides whether you're going to come or not. He decides whether you are up for it or not. And it, it's just, you can't live like that. You can't say we're, we're husband and wife or we're husband and husband or we're wife and wife. But, and we said we're sharing souls because, you know, I feel like sex is the most intimate way you could say, mm. you could share yourself with yeah. someone. Mm. So it, it's almost like you're selling somebody a lie, man. If, if, if what they're getting is half of what you really exactly. want to be doing. Or a quarter or like yeah. a, a fraction of what you are able to do yeah. with your own body. Just be thirsty, man. Jump in that drink, Baba. Don't hold back. Because <laughs> I can't imagine if I was to drop dead now and go, yo, I, 
I'd heard of this orgasm thing and then I never tasted. Mm. No, 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 no. And no. The, st- like, the stats are frightening. Yeah. We did such extensive research into this play because we didn't want it to be smut. We mm. wanted to speak about sexuality mm. without it, without, uh, um, it, it begged real research. Mm. Mm. And the stats are shocking. 75% of women need clitoral, clitoral stimulation to have an orgasm. 40% of women in the world die without having an, an orgasm. Imagine. Just consider there that. There lies Jane. And why is that? It's because of shame. It's because of She faked it. Came. 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 She faked it. Everybody. There right. lies Jane. She never came. But she didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because since T's, <laughs> since T's, that's, I don't know, this is when I found that I was an outside girl. I didn't know. I was like, hello. The G spot is, there's a lot of, of, yeah, of, of proof. Uh, our producer's Jane. There uh, lies Jane. She never came and she lived in shame. <laughs> there you go. That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I want to I just ask you quickly about the naysayers. Like, yes. did you find in your research that, I mean, I almost picture it being like undercover cops trying to bust a drug ring and then they find out that the, the drug dealers are also undercover cops. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel no. like, no. I, I feel <laughs> like the, the naysayers, like we all assume they're naysayers, but I think, did you find that when you speak yes. to people, a lot of them are actually not naysayers? Yes. So, just so we've got, we've, exactly. Mm. So we've got, um, a Muslim woman, a Jewish woman, a Christian woman, uh, is that right? Yes. In, yeah. yeah. And, and we, we kind of, uh, invest like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> walked into <laughs> a sex <laughs> shop. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what's interesting for me firstly is that, uh, sex is a very, 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 very vital part of Islam. Mm-hmm. Sex is a very, very, very vital part of Judaism. And sex is a very vital part of Christianity, though it is more dumbed down and it is more, uh, policed. Yeah. Um, Within Judaism, sex—that's the making children thing. Right? Yes, exactly. Um, within Judaism, uh, women can do what they want. They can do what they want. They just have to perform their their sexual duty with their husbands. Um, what do you mean by do what they want? They, they can, can go berserk. They can go berserk like a by themselves. Obviously. By themselves. Oh, 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 oh. oh no, no, no! They can have female you- lovers. Oh, can they? Yeah. So I read an article about a, a from Jewish woman in Brooklyn who has a female lover, the Beth Din and or whoever, the big Jewish board of directors. Sure. Look at her. She's like, they're like, have you made children? Yes, I've made seven children. Do you have sex with your husband around Nida? Yes, I have sex with my husband around Nida. Um, and, uh, they're like, ah, we're just going to just pretend this isn't happening. I've got a Shabbat Goy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I use them on weekends. So, so, so now I've asked Jane because we teased you, Jane. Hi, Jane. Hello, Jane. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. Jane, have you met everybody? Yes. Jane, so this is an important thing. Are you enjoying your sexuality? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Explain, because the girls are going to help you. You're entitled to that? Because I'm the one who's supposed to control my sex thing. So sometimes if I want to use toy, I can use toy. Yes. To enjoy myself, that vibration. Mm-hmm. To get into myself, mm-hmm. to enjoy myself, mm-hmm. that I'm there, I can do this. Amen, no one sister. on top of myself. Mm-hmm. It's only me doing this. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. So women can control themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when don't you enjoy it? When it's with a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that question, girl. I don't have to answer that. I guess. Bye. Oh, Jane, Jane. Okay, so sorry. Did we say that again? Jane, she came and she never lived in shame. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, this is so much fun. I, I promise you in my life to 
God, I didn't think it's going to go this way. This other show. But anyway, on that note, um, we have a, we have a song that we're all going to sing together, ladies. Um, it's, uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Am What I Am. I think it's an important song. Wow. Do you know it, Tom? I've got a phone. I'll, I'll look at that. <laughs> we can turn it around and you can see the lyrics. We're very good at this. We, this is what we get people to do. This is cliffcentral.com. My name is Alan Ford with Nathan Rowe. My very special guests in the studio are Tumi Marake and Vanessa Frost. The new show is called Tease. It's happening at Daphne's Place, the Autumn General Theatre on the Square. And then, of course, I've got Melanie Burke, the chairperson of the 54th Fleur de Cup Theatre Awards. Melanie, welcome to the show. <laughs> and uh, we've had a real fun time. We're going to chat to Kim Levy shortly about being nominated for the Slurder Cups. But let's let's start this. Uh, I am what I am. I am what I am. I'm my own special creation. So come take a look. Give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world. That I want to have a little pride in my world And it's not a place I have to hide in Life's not worth a damn Till you can say I am what I am This is what we do in the morning No return and no deposit. One life, so you open up the closet. The dam till you can shout out, I am what I am. One more time for the ladies who need an orgasm. I am what I am. Well, okay. Sure. I tell you something. We have fun on the show. This is the. Vanessa, wow, you, 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 you're you in hysterics. Well, uh, I took my earphones off. Yeah. And I think this was something that needs to be recorded. Is when you take your earphones off and it's karaoke without being able to hear yourself, it was really a beautiful thing. <laughs> Listen, let me just say, you don't have to be kind. I know I can't hold a note. I come from a musical family. It's the shame in my family that they say I walk next to the key. But I don't care because music makes me happy. Exactly. No, that's it. That's it. So now let's get back into the show And uh, what else have you been up to? Vanessa, where have you been besides m- mommy? Well, sorry, what's that? Besides being a mom uh, no, right? yeah, well, Sorry, what's that? I don't <laughs> sorry, I don't understand what, what else saying? have you been doing? I'm sorry, I don't understand uh, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Um, so yes, I have two kids I also have a, a business um, called Bloom and Stone And we do kind of like a small creative agency um, And we do, yeah, 
that basically that's what I've been doing, you know, making the monies to support the arts that True. I'm doing my own self, that I'm supporting my own self. <laughs> To me, what have you been up to? Hey, hey there! Um, oh, she's woken up. She just woke up. I know. I just, I just saw that. Coffee just kicked in. I literally did. Um, because you fed me wine last night. Don't make me expose you. So, mm. <laughs> um, oh, so, 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 uh, this is a movie I've done. It's called Three Days to Go. So yes. we were kind of traveling, trying to get people to watch the movie. So it's at cinemas. Check it out. It's on. It's on right now. It's on right now. Three days to go. Three days to go. Um, I was writing two feature films. And I'll, I start filming on one So we had to shoot a short little clip of it about, We shot about two minutes of it So we mm-hmm. could get sponsorship And look, we're shooting the film We got the money So we, we'll be filming um, in May um, And that's about it hey? um, Radio we took a break from Radio we took a break from I've got a couple of offers at the table right now So I'm trying to def- decide if I'm ready to go back to radio I was genuinely traumatized By what happened at my previous place So Let, let's go. Let's, let's just tap in, in <laughs> Scratch open those Why? Things. You opened it up I didn't No You asked me if I'm going to radio said, It was oh, a trap I said how's the radio I didn't trap That's you. fantastic Okay So so <laughs> let's just briefly go through that experience First you uh, for, for people that interpret That over interpreted What's the truth what Wait happened? wait let's start that with over interpreted Well the, what the media had a lot to say Yeah Instagrams. but isn't it the media Please, That's what I'm media. saying The, the media, media that over interpreted Fake news What happened It wasn't fake news People <laughs> just got touched in their studios Because I stated a fact and then uh, I think it's just because it came from a black mouth, mm-hmm. and it came from a mouth that was in a space that people felt. You know, this is the unview. You can say whatever you yeah. want. I know. I know. I know. It's just you know I'm I'm tired of the seeming fight. I'm not fighting with anyone anymore. I'm over it. Um. So basically, I said something which, if you listen to a 702 or you listen to an SAFM, it's a conversation that mm. happens and people can talk about it. I said on 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 Jacka and mm. uh, certain people just lost their shits because a lot of people go. Oh, hey, Jacaranda was horrible to you. I'm like, slow down. It's not Jacaranda. It was certain listeners. And those listeners, mm. um, uh, a certain group of people took advantage and it blew up bigger than it needed to. Mm. So there which, were, which happens. Which happens. And then it just, you know, I got threatened. I, I really got attacked. I took relentless attacks <laughs> all the way from September into, Say February after my car accident, which had mm. happened in December, I just, I was just, it was relentless. They found different ways to get at me because they wanted me to apologize for making a statement, which apparently the grandson of Tervurt himself has actually said the same thing. Mm. So, um, it, it was, it was hard. And that's what I'm saying. I think I'm so traumatized by radio. I don't know if I want to go back to conventional mm. radio. I'd rather probably do online. I once did a presenter search. And also was so traumatized by that experience. I'm not being funny. Mm. That I don't know if I ever want to judge people again. Mm. It's seriously, it was just such a horrible experience. And mm. I think when you go through these experiences and it wasn't your intention, mm. you know, you had, you, you, your intention is, is generally good yeah. to get on the air. Yeah. I mean, we're not here to insult, but you got to, and that is when my dear friend Gareth Cliff, okay, walked out and mm. once said about, his statement was simply what happened to freedom of speech. Yeah. And hello, fired left, yes, right, and center. Yes, he just yes. got fired. Yes. Like, you're off idols now. You'll never work with this. Yes. Which answered his question, I suppose. And he just was like, but all I said was what happened to her. I just was asking a question, mm. Mark. Okay. Mm. And at the end of the day, he won the case and he was even represented by Darlene Porf and all that stuff. But it's coming back to the story again that where, what can you say? What can't you say? And uh, that the, the, our sensitive landscape. 
I think maybe you perhaps need to buy some toys. Yes, to amen. get over yourself. That's no, it. but also, I mean, guys, yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's like 2019 now, mm. and people need to realize we live in a country that is holding a major, major poop or a major, major fart, and we need to just let it go. <laughs> I think we're we're tiptoeing so damn much; it's actually dangerous, it's and that's why we keep having these explosions <laughs> yeah. here and there. People RBS. just need to, yeah, people just need to speak candidly mm-hmm. and go actually. I, this is an issue that's bugging me. Can I be allowed to say this? Yeah. So that we can go, you're crazy, or no, that's inappropriate. Well, this is why it, it's yeah. inappropriate. Or once you've said it out loud, you can even say to yourself, oh, actually, wait. Mm. It's fine. Maybe it's okay. It's you you know, I, I, I've just reminded, as you were talking to me, of John Carney, who just received a, a lifetime award uh, at, at the Afrikaans Festival. At the Fiestas, yeah. And he said something in his ex- acceptance speech that just stayed with me. It just took me. Mm. He said, Cassandra Prince who made it and obviously they have this pairing going back years and so again visually you see the black and the white and the female and the male and John said we have been denied each other so you're absolutely right we have to find the opportunity to create the spaces where we can find each other mm. and we don't have to like each other yes. we have to find ways to recognize that each of our lived experiences has informed who we are and how we got here. But we're so busy defending our own positions that we can't hear anyone else's position. And I just think we have to create a much more amorphous way because we can, as humans, because we have this capacity, we can be connected and in conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's what I find powerful about comedy. Because I find mm. that, you know, some of the things we but talk about... But there you can say it, but there you can't say it. doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I think that's, for me, that's what makes comedy so important. Mm. Because there's so many things you can say, just package them in jest. Mm. Trevor Noah was brilliant mm. at the Academy Awards. <laughs> 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 I mean, wasn't that the... Be- and you know that he, it's become one of the, th- the, the... He's made the point. Yes. He's, he, the, that... Everyone <laughs> really was so proud of that... <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Look, he's speaking in African language, and, and, and he's he was now, speaking African. Yeah, he was speaking African. And, yeah. and 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 of course, he then said what it meant about unity and all that. And ultimately, he was like, "You just know what I'm saying, you white people." <laughs> but brilliant, and that became the biggest. That was the biggest speaking point of the whole Academy Awards. Yeah. Yes. Only, only entertaining part. Yeah, and yeah, possibly that. <laughs> as well. But but what you were saying to me about comedy being so important, and I think people need to defend. Comedians, yes. because uh, I don't know if you followed what happened with Daniel Friedman recently. Yeah, I mean, he also his 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 newborn child was threatened because of of things he said in jest in comedy, and I think we really need to defend comics and let them say things that 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 hurt, you know, because mm. it does sometimes. It hurts to hear things because it's true, mm. and it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. So I think, yeah. We've got very special guests in studio on cliffcentral.com, Tumi Maraka and Vanessa Frost, and of course, Melanie Burke, chairperson of the 54th Florida Cup Theatre Awards. On that note, nominated for lead actress in David Kramer's Long Autumn is Kim Louie. Kim Louie, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Kim, Hi, and- Ellen. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Morning, everyone. Kim. Hi, Kim. This Congrats. Is a- Percy, it's incredible. The last time you were on the stage, besides being back on for Long Autumn, was uh, on Broadway for Cut and the Kings. It's That's a- correct. I, 
I am one of those very fortunate people to have achieved my dreams. That's, and I'm so proud. I'm listening to the interview, and I'm so proud to be a woman listening to you guys. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you. You've got your hands full there, Alan. My hands are so <laughs> full, but don't worry, I can handle it. But I can, I'm big enough. I can handle it. I've got, I've got, I've got gloves. Good, because I'm, I'm part of that tribe. <laughs> we, we love it. We love it. Kim, first and foremost, a phenomenal role. Tell us about working with, da- with David Cromer. David is, you know, he hasn't changed very much in the way that he he deals with um, people. He's always just been a people's person. So coming back into this was very um, overwhelming for me. Um, he was happy to see me, and I think also happy to see like, both of us what was going to come out of this. And um, the way that he works is he gives you enough information to do the research so that you can truly try and capture your interpretation of the character. Um, he's very gentle. He makes lots of jokes. We laugh very, very much in the process. And I just like that he incorporates our, our ideas, his philosophies, and the actors become the writer. You know, he takes it to a certain point, and then it's up to us to develop. So he's an amazing person to work with. <laughs> and this, um, as, what made you come back after 20 years? Why the break for 20 years? Was at the moment, I think Tumi's going to take a break from radio for 20 years. <laughs> You know, I hit 40. Um, I started early uh, in 99 when I was on Broadway. I had a baby and I didn't want to become another statistic. So I I had a wonderful 20 years of marriage with my, my husband, Andre, who I met three months before going to Broadway. And um, my kids are now big. They don't want to be spending so much time with me. And I'm a... One Honest. of those hopeless, eccentric, romantic people that believe you must follow your passion and your dreams. You're never too old, you know? And, and Kim, what a privilege it was to watch you in Langaram because, you know, the stories of that time, and as I was saying earlier, I come from a family of musicians, and the power that, you know, the expression of self has. And, and you guys told that story so beautifully. You know, you took us right back to that moment in time, and so it was a privilege to watch you. Thank you so much, Melody. That means so much. And I say that to a lot of people, but you don't understand. It's like this, this, you know, this whole process is just a dream. It is wonderful that you are nominated for this this uh, prestigious award. But again, to come back to the theatre after twenty years shows you that once mm. you have it in you, it's in your blood. It is it's something that that you that you love doing. Kim, I want to congratulations for your nomination. Um, what else are you Thank doing? You. Are you going to play more on the on the stages? Oh, I am, I'm open for everything. I do vocal and performance coaching from home, um, and the center stage. I've now sent in photos. I've taken a portfolio. So, you know, I might try the modeling scene. Who knows? The world is my oyster. Absolutely. <laughs> At 42. That's brilliant. I, I just turned 41. It's brilliant. So it's, it's, uh, this is a life begins when this freedom, freedom, freedom. Kim Louie, thank you for joining us, my dear. And I uh, wish you best of luck for the Florida Cups. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. There's Toomey, Toomey. The shout out to Toomey. Yay. Shout out. <laughs> Lots of love, my dear. Thank you. And, okay, uh, thanks. again, really, really special, special stuff. Um, I'm going to close very quickly. With you, uh, we'll get to the ladies. Um, Melanie, things that we need to know about the Florida Cup. Can people still go? This is for the first time. This is always a by invitation mm. only event. We have made tickets available to the public. 
because I just think it's that thing. Let's share the celebration with people. Let's not keep it to us in the industry. And so people are able to buy some tickets, 250 rand a compu ticket. There are still some tickets available, but it's for the whole shoe in. Yeah. The party, the, the ta- hanging the out run, with the, 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 yep. the show, and, everything. And I want to say to the public, don't worry about the fact that the Artscape's box office is uh, saying it's only in the balcony. That was my rule because I wanted to contain the number of seats we could have, but everybody will be in the auditorium at the Opera House. It's that kind of gathering this time. We are celebrating excellence in theater. We are celebrating the labor of this work. And just to to find ways for other people to come and connect with the professionals. I want to thank you for seven years of service. I'll say it to your face, and we'll do some stuff going forward. Um, of course, we've spoken about your phenomenal NGO work that you do as well, which we'll punt next week. We've got a few more people on, by the way, next week on the line to talk about the Fluida Cups. This is a huge, it's the biggest award in, in South Africa. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's really great. And, of course, I want to just thank people like the Fluida Cups, the Naledis, and the Fiestas. They're really great because they, 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 they recognize in the industry, and, and you winning money, people win money from this as well, which is good. So thank you, Melanie Burke, for joining us in studio. And of course, get those tickets at Compu Tickets, 250 Rand, and it's the Artscape happening not this Sunday, the following Sunday. The date is the 10th of March 2019, in case you're listening to the podcast. All right, on that note, ladies in, in studio, to me, we're not sure about radio yet, but we've got, we've got uh, three days to go in the cinemas right now. <clears throat> okay. We, we know that we've got another movie coming, uh, TV series is going to happen. I hope to have you on radio. Well, you're on radio with me now, so uh, just you know, you know, maybe it's to come back. That's very nice. Does happen with us, not with me, Sham. I'm so, so um, but it's uh, it's great, and uh, and just you know what, I just you did. I love listening to you, just so you know. Aww, nice to thanks, listen to people so. on radio. Aww. And Vanessa Cavewoman is coming back. Do you think? Yes, um, but there we have a bit of an announcement about that. It will be coming back uh, next year. Is in fact its 20 year anniversary. Yeah. <clears throat> Defending the Cave Woman has been running um, all around the world, actually. We sold it. Um, but uh, we are reopening it, and I will not be on the stage this time. Um, directing it. I will be directing it with uh, Tumi Muraki. Are you going? Are you doing it? She can't oh say no. Goodness. She can't say no. <laughs> I am. Um, she's saying it on air, so I'm like, how this girl. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> really? Oh, that is so cool. For, for wow. Women's Month 2020. I love that. Uh, that is okay. That's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> You've already sold a ticket. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah, lots. Do not miss the the wonderful tease. A blow wave of, of um, sexual awake, uh, awakening happening at Auden General Theatre Square. It runs until uh, the twenty first of, of March. March. Yes. yes. So, so we're on. Time. We're on. Yeah, we're opening tonight. We're running for just short of a month. Um, and uh, the hashtag tease the show. Um, oh, and and um, www.playwithme.co.za yes. You will see some of those toys on stage In case you're going, ah, tell me about these toys And not only that, but on selected evenings We'll have the, the, the lady behind Play With Me um, On stage going through the toys What they do, how they make feel mm. On we the inside love, and out We love that, that is so cool uh, Be- Sure, before we leave the show mm-hmm. I just have to, I have to speak up for my people so you, you mentioned earlier that the Muslims, you know, sex is an important part for the Jews as well. It's a very important part. Can I just play you a, a, just the first line of one of the top worship songs um, from like 1996? Good okay, so this is This is ahead of, ahead of your time. Okay. I'm scared. The first line. First word. Are you ready? Long intros. My nerves are shot. Okay, it's full play. Here it goes, here it goes. 
See, so I just wanted to say that it's not just the Jews and the Muslims. Wow. <laughs> Too much L. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on that note, uh, <laughs> we'll pray for him. Don't worry. Yeah. On that note, this is uh, this is uh, cliffcentral.com with the one and only Alan Ford and Nathan Rowe. Nathan Rowe. Um, I want to thank all my guests, also Alan Committee and uh, Kim Louie. Uh, on that note, listen, this is the unview. You never know what you're going to get every Thursday morning. We're with the thin, the rich. And, and the, the fabulous. fabulous. Cheers. This is CliffCentral.com.